It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner played like stars to help the Orlando Magic defeat the Denver Nuggets, but this win belongs to everybody. And I mean everybody, because this is the kind of win that makes you believe how everyone delivered to beat the Nuggets before Thanksgiving. On today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 23rd, 2023. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope everyone is having, has had, or will have a fantastic turkey day. Enjoy the time with your family. Most importantly, enjoy the dub. Five straight wins for the Orlando Magic. How they got it done against the Denver Nuggets. We'll get to that coming up here in a minute. But first, my name is Phil Rossreich. I'm the side expert and editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Freshly, new, new coat of paint on orlandomagicdaily.com right now. I uh, hope y'all enjoy the new layout. Um, you can, of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner were the stars for the Orlando Magic, but why Wednesday's win belongs to everybody. We'll get to that, plus how the bench made a huge stand and made a huge statement to help the Magic win this game. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's on the tryptophan uh, coma, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day and part of your Thanksgiving day or part of your Black Friday on, on your way to the biggest game of the season. We appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of that day. Remember, you can find us wherever you download podcasts as well as on YouTube. Check us out there. And remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Since it is Thanksgiving, since we do have an early tip on Friday, don't forget you can catch every moment of this crazy, awesome Orlando Magic season so far. Um, long way to go, folks. Um, crazy season for the Orlando Magic. You can catch it all on the Sirius XM app with the hometown broadcast with our pal Jake Chapman. Just go to the SXM app and search Orlando Magic or just search Magic today. Remember, that is a 2.30 tip-off on Friday. Well, we'll talk more about that game toward the end of the show, but let's revel in this win a little bit. Let's revel in the Orlando Magic defeating the Denver Nuggets. Um, We are still, you know, we are still at the phase of our development when beating teams like Denver feels special. When taking down the defending champs says something about this team. When... Big games, big wins, in big moments are markers of progress. Yes, I, I could hear everyone screaming at me saying, 
If this is a championship team, of course you beat Denver. Act like you've been there before. And yet we're going to get there. Don't worry. But this is a humongous win for the Orlando Magic. This is a confidence confirming. This is a process affirming. This is this is just proof pudding that, and proof pudding, of course, goes great as a Thanksgiving side. This is proof that this Magic team is capable of doing something more. Um, we are sitting here at least beginning, beginning to think about whether our expectations need to change, whether what this team is capable of doing needs to change. And I'm a big believer that you do shift expectations as the season goes on. You do reevaluate what a team is capable of. And teams do disappoint and do surprise. And you have to find meaning in the process. You have to find meaning in the journey. And, you know, I will be the first to tell everyone, remember back in 2016, Orlando started the year 19 and 13, fell completely apart, only won 35 games. You know, Scott Skiles is the first to tell was the first to tell me when I mentioned that, hey, you guys still kind of made progress that year. I said, yeah, getting from 25 to 35 wins is easy. Getting from 35 to 45 is much harder. There is, there are a lot more difficult journeys and difficult things ahead for the Orlando Magic. So let's revel in this for what it is. Because I will say, I was around that team. We could, you know, we kind of knew that that group was on was was good, but on some shaky ground. This doesn't feel like that. And and frankly, the reason this doesn't feel like that is because Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner are really good. This team has excellent chemistry. They have a very clear purpose and identity of what they're trying to be. They are eager to do that. They're eager to play the style their coach wants, even if it's not the style that a lot of those players are are necessarily known for playing. This team does indeed feel special. And you don't have to look any further then the performance that Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner put in this game, especially down the stretch. Franz Wagner was going off. He scored 24 of his 27 points in the fourth quarter. We'll talk more about him, or in the second half. Sorry, not in the fourth quarter. That would have been impressive if he did that. Uh, just in the in the second half. Um, we'll talk more about the individual performances here toward the end of the show, but he had the ball in his hands making plays against the Denver Nuggets, a team that is excellent in the clutch. It has one of the best starting lineups in the league. Orlando won the minutes when Jokic was off the floor in the fourth quarter and then stared down the champions in a tie game, in a game that went back and forth of one-point leads. This Magic team stared down the champions. And it ended with Franz Wagner hunting Michael Porter Jr. on possession after possession after possession, getting to the basket, finishing around the defense like we all know he's capable of doing. And just building that confidence and energy of, I'm going to score on you. But here's the most important thing. He had that energy. He had that focus. But he was still thinking about the team. Because in the critical play, in a tie game, 115-115 with about two minutes to play, Franz Wagner found that matchup with Michael Porter Jr. And they were hunting it. Don't get it wrong. Found that matchup with Michael Porter Jr. Attacked him saw Aaron Gordon planted in the paint at nail help to try and cut off that drive. 
leaving Paolo Bancaro, who is a 40% three-point shooter this year, wide open for three, easy pass, easy setup, easy bucket, 118-115 lead for the Magic. Game wasn't over, but lead secured for good. Paolo had an excellent game too, 20, uh, 23 points, 8 for 14 shooting, 4 for 5 from deep. Did some really, really good things. 3 for 5 from line was about the only bad thing we could say. Blocked 3 shots. Dang. Um, both of these players stepped up in the clutch to make big shots. The kind of shots that we expect them to make as the leaders of this team. But that's the key word. It's leadership. It's them taking control and reins of the game and still being selfless enough to trust teammates to take the shots and to win the game. It's the team coming together throughout the fourth quarter at every break to huddle and make sure they're on the same page. Jamal Mosley said after the game, this win belongs to all of us. And look, Jamal was a very proud coach. You know, he is he is the, 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 the papa bear of this team in a lot of ways. These are all children that he's overseeing. He was a proud coach for the way that they played with poise and determination throughout the, but especially poise, selflessness, and intensity to close that game out and ensure the Orlando Magic got a win. This game, this win was downright impressive. And now they've blown out the Milwaukee Bucks at home. They've beaten the Denver Nuggets at home. They took care of the Los Angeles Lakers at home. That Houston Rockets win on opening night sure looks a lot better now than it did uh, on opening night. This is a team that has proven itself now capable of learning from its mistakes. Great second half tonight. Great or great second half in this game. A great, uh, a great clutch performance on both ends. To be perfectly honest, you know, Jokic still got his points, but he worked hard for them, and they chased him off the three point line once they were up three. They made their free throws. They they put a lot of demons behind them to win this game. Qu- quite frankly, as good as the Magic are and as good as the Magic can be. This is not the kind of game that they win yet. This is not the kind of game that that a team that is so young, still learning how to win, this is not the kind of game that they win. This is the kind of game where they take a hard lesson, where they take a lump. I certainly thought that was going to be the case. Second night of a back-to-back, even at home. This was a game where you the champs teach you a lesson, and, and it looked like it for a little bit. We're going to talk about the bench here in a minute. But this Magic team continues to impress, continues to stand out, and continues to make a name for themselves. Guess what, guys? The top two teams in the East meet on Friday with a shot at advancing in the in-season tournament. That is a true statement. And this Magic team has earned at least for now, earned that. All of them have earned that. We're going to talk about the big stand the bench made and why that was just as important as the finish. We're going to talk about what this bench has meant coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you guys have listened to me, y'all know that I'm not a big believer in clutch. Like, like, yeah, clutch matters. Won them the game. You got to be able to, to, to play to, you know, when the clock's ticking down, all that stuff. I'm a big believer that all 48 minutes matter. And, you know, I noted online on, on at Omagic Daily on, on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, I noted both the end of the second quarter and especially the end of the third quarter the Orlando Magic made a lot of silly mistakes. The kind of mistakes that a championship team like Denver does not make. I was prepared in the middle of that fourth quarter, uh, maybe not in the middle, but as the fourth quarter began to have a long screed, you know, my takeaway from this game was going to be like, that's what champions do. But the Denver Nuggets did it. You know, it didn't matter how close the Magic got at the end. What championship teams do is they win the end of quarters. And these are the details the Magic have to learn. These are the things the Magic have to do better. The end of the third quarter, and the bench was in for this, so I'm not going to let them skate by completely uh, scot-free. The end of the third quarter, Orlando just made error after error after error after error. It was a bad three-pointer from Jonathan Isaac. It was a bad foul. It was a tip dunk by Jonathan Isaac that was ruled an offensive interference. I I don't mean to pick on Jonathan Isaac. It was a a take foul from Gary Harris. Orlando trailed by six, and they were down by eight at one point late in the third quarter. And it felt like that, not that that was the game, because obviously it wasn't, but it felt like that was a big turning point in the game, or that, that was the potential deciding factor. It's the, it, it would be the factor that put the Nuggets in the lead and forced the Magic to have to scramble back. And, and again, we, you know, the Magic have trailed in the second half before, but they have not had to kind of do what they did tonight and have to make up a deficit and make up a lead. Now, Orlando took a little bit of a lead. They took a four-point lead, gave up five quick points, you know, went back and forth. It, you know, this game was relatively close after this moment. But it was only close because the bench did its job. Beginning of the fourth quarter, Orlando trailed by nine. They gave up a three to open the fourth quarter. And then they proceeded to go on what I believe was a 14-5 to run to take the lead and make this a game. And it was, you know, Cole Anthony who had who was squeezing into the paint and hitting floaters and jumpers over everyone and, and dishing out to the perimeter. It was Joe Ingles making some great passes and hitting a big shot. It was Gary Harris hitting his lone three-pointer of the game. It was Mo Wagner hitting threes. The Magic did not make or take a lot of threes in this game. That's not who they are. And, and they're doing a very good job making sure they don't, you know, after the Brooklyn game especially, making sure they don't settle for three-pointers uh, like they did in that game. But they hit some critical three-pointers to close that gap and build momentum. And that's what this bench group has done game after game after game. Um, I I don't have the numbers in front of me, and if I stall long enough, maybe I can look them up while I'm here. But I do know Orlando is top 10 in the league, at the very least, in points per game off the bench. Again, give me a little bit of time to stall 
while I look it up because I can, and, and, and this is my show. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do that and tell you that I'm stalling. Uh, Orlando is second in the league in points per game off the bench with 50, uh, with 45 points per game off the bench. There have been a lot of games this year where the Orlando magic salvaged things or the magic saved things because they were able to get scoring off the bench, scoring from Cole Anthony, scoring from Mo Wagner, assists and passing from Joe Ingles. Again, Jamal Mosley said it after the game. This win belongs to everybody. Everyone doing their jobs, everyone being committed, everyone buying in, everyone playing their role and doing more. But not but but contributing and helping each other. Everybody did their part in this one. And the Magic certainly did too. The Magic certainly did their part here. And put together a really fantastic and really solid game. They played clean, aggressive basketball. It was a joy to watch. And this bench group gave this team the lift and the energy to get back in the game and ultimately win it. How many times have we seen that this year? How many times has that happened? But again, what I want to point out more than anything else is that they did this at such a crucial moment. When the game could have gotten away from them, when a team like Denver could have pulled away, the game was in the balance at the start of the fourth quarter. The way the Magic started that fourth quarter was going to determine whether this game was won or lost. As much as we want to talk and praise the clutch play, which again, Paolo with a clutch shot. He is he, he was really bad in clutch situations last year. He has been really good minus some turnovers um, early in the season. Got two game winners, another big go-ahead, another late go-ahead shot here. Paolo Bancaro for clutch player of the year. You know, you know, Goga Batadze, Jalen Suggs had some really critical free throws. Like, the Magic did the thing. But they don't get there without this early fourth quarter stand. They don't get there without the fourth quarter being what it was. And the bench group deserves a lot of credit for that. A lot of credit that, you know, if you're just watching highlights or, you know, fast-forwarding through the game, you would miss. Orlando winning that early fourth quarter with Jokic on the bench especially was the basketball game. Just let me let me pull up, pull up the fourth quarter stats here uh, real fast. Um, uh, in the fourth quarter, Nikola Jokic was a plus 15. I want to – I want to – or sorry, he had 15 points. Uh, sorry, that, that was wrong. Nikola Jokic had 15 points in the fourth quarter. He was minus five. Minus five in a quarter where the Nuggets lost by Nuggets lost a quarter by eleven. I mean, getting Jokic to be a minus a minus in the plus minus and anything is a victory. He ended plus four for the game, uh, and Orlando was just kind of scoring and attacking the basket. Well, again, they they targeted Michael Porter Jr. Poor my, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. had a had a great offensive night, a really rough defensive night. But Orlando kept attacking and kept finding that gap to beat them. And the bench did not let up. That's that's kind of been who this that's been who this team is. And I want to make sure that we understand how critical their role was in the early fourth quarter to set up the heroics that made this game 
what it was. As we always do, we're going to go over the final box score, talk a little bit about individual performances. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we get to the box score, let me tell you a little bit about the Locked On National Streaming Channel, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Okay, the Orlando Magic defeat the Denver Nuggets 124-119. to Again, Paolo Bancaro with a humongous three-pointer that made it 118-115 with about a minute 49 to play. Uh, Nikola Jokic kept scoring, and Orlando did a good job stop, good job defending him, making him go over the top, but he's just really good. And, you know, watching him live is just a a joy. Like, he's just, he got wherever he wanted. The Magic, you know, didn't, were very loath to double him. Um, But... Their schemes on Jokic ended up pretty good. Um, Second half especially, they did a great job locking down the offensive glass. That was their big weakness early in the game. They were very hesitant to double Jokic. Um, They wanted him to see a bunch of bodies in front of the rim, but that often put the Magic out of of rebounding position. Uh, You know, the the Nuggets cutting was really good and forced Orlando to rotate a little bit earlier than they wanted to. That put them out of rebounding position. So, that Denver put a lot of stress on this match defense. Orlando made stops, made key plays defensively, but they did not have a good defensive game, forcing only 12 turnovers. Nuggets shot 47.3%. I think they had a 116 offensive rating, um, 15 for 35 from three, so that's 42.9%. Uh, 17 offensive rebounds for 20 second-chance points. That part was good at least, but... Um, Orlando, Orlando struggled defensively in this one, but they got the stops when they needed. And more importantly, in that fourth quarter, they got the rebounds when they needed. Uh, just pulling up my fourth quarter stat sheet here, if I can turn this page, um, Denver had only three offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter for five second chance points. Orlando with five offensive rebounds for eight second chance points in the fourth quarter. Offensive rebounding is a big key for this magic team. Uh, 11 offensive rebounds for Orlando for 22 second chance points. So they end up winning the second chance point battle. That is a big key for Orlando. So again, you look at the markers. I know we've talked about this a little bit on the show. You look at the markers of whether the Magic are going to win a game or not. Second chance points, Orlando wins. Fast break points, Orlando won 12 to 4. Denver tends to play a little slower. Orlando is starting to pick up their pace a little bit. Um, this is the uh, they, they only got 12 fast break points, but they had back-to-back 20-point fast-break points games against Indiana and Toronto. Those teams tend to play a little faster. Um, Orlando won points in the paint, 60-44. to 44. That's a big marker for them. And then, you know, honestly, like, Denver turned the ball over 12 times, which is not good for Orlando. They, they love to force turnovers. 
Orlando only turned the ball over 12 times. That has to be considered a victory. Like that, that's a good number for Orlando. If there are 12 turnovers per game, they're going to be very tough to beat. Orlando's biggest weakness offensively is their shooting. Their second biggest weakness is their decision-making and their ability to pass guys open. Um, they will turn the ball over a lot. We've seen that early in the season, but that number's starting to creep back down there. They were entered the game at a 16% turnover rate, which was still 27th in the league, but but a significant improvement over last year. They're 18.1 last year. Um, Orlando has taken some major steps forward. So a lot to like about this Magic team and a lot to like uh, about their performance, um, even if it wasn't the cleanest performance. Let's get to individuals. It's our sponsor, TBD, player of the game. Franz Wagner, 27 points, 8 for 14 shoot. Uh, sorry, uh, Franz Wagner, I had that uh, stat wrong there, sorry. 27 points, 11 for 18 shooting, 1 for 4 from deep, 4 for 4 from the foul line, 4 assists, 2 blocks for him. Um, very quiet game offensively early on. You know, he even admitted that he was trying to maybe force things or was overthinking things a little bit. Franz isn't someone that's going to try it. He's going to take what the defense gives him. He was much more aggressive and much more assertive in the second half. He was trying to get to the basket. The shot, the, the outside shot wasn't falling. It's been a struggle for him. He got to the basket. He found the map. He found the matchups he liked. Denver was switching everything to keep the magic on the perimeter. The way you do that, the way you beat that is either slip screens um, to catch the catch catch them before they make the switch, um, or you attack it. You find a matchup you like, you target a matchup you like, and you attack it. You force rotation, you force help, you get to the paint some way, somehow. Franz is just Franz was really good at that. And he picked the right matchup uh, and just kept attacking it. He's so crafty around the basket. Just a really, really solid outing from him and, and just did so many good things. I mean, again, 24 of his 27 points in the second half, 15 of those in the third quarter, made some big plays, made the big pass to Paolo Bancaro for the game go-ahead basket. I wouldn't say game winning, it's go-ahead basket. Um, Bancaro, also a really nice game. 23 points, 8 for 14 shooting, 4 for 5, 4 for 5 from beyond the arc as he continues to shoot really well. I think he's up to 41, 42% from three now. It's great. Like he's, he's a three-point shooter again. Uh, three rebounds, four assists, three blocks. Did have three turnovers. Turnovers are still the problem with Paolo, but he'll learn. He'll get better at those. Um, it's I, I, I think those are partially growing beings for him. But Paolo was fantastic. He got to his spots. He hit some really tough shots. He was confident shooting his three, got to the basket. There are a few times where he just got to the basket and got to the foul line uh, just to force some action and, and get the magic going. Um, he's really using his dribble. I, I know I noted this on OrlandoMagicDaily.com earlier this year. He's really using his dribble. Uh, I know I noted this on the Orlando Magic Hub, actually on my Patreon page in a video. He's using his dribble more effectively um, with purpose. Um, a lot of it is oftentimes just to give a hard fake dribble to see how the defense reacts. And so he knows how to read it. He's He's beginning to learn to make these reads a lot better. And, and again, this kid is really scary. He is going to be very, very good. He is already very, very good. Um, and you can just see the levels where his game is going to continue to get better. I love this game from Paolo. You know, there were moments where he looked like he took over and was acting like the superstar. There were moments when he was working hard to get his teammates involved. There were moments when he was the guy playing off the ball ready to take the pass, ready to make the shot off of something someone else created. That's frankly three-level scoring right there. That's 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 doing it all, um, knowing that to get a high scoring number, you don't have to be the one forcing all the action. Others can work for shots for you, work for shots for you. 
Paolo's starting to do that. Just a really impressive game from him as he continues to build uh, a series of really solid games. Um, everyone on the team wants me to make sure I shout this guy out before we get to um, the other guy in the starting lineup. Uh, Goga Batadze. Only six points, only 12 rebounds, nine defensive rebounds, only two assists this game, got a block. Um, yeah, Nikola Jokic at 30 points, made 12 of 18 shots, 13 rebounds, five offensive rebounds, 12 assists. Not the strongest game statistically, but look, Goga did a really good job making Jokic work a little bit. Jokic was going to face up Goga at every turn. He did not try backing him down that often. And, and honestly, like Goga did a really good job contesting the first shot. Jokic, like, and I really got an appreciation for this watching this game. Jokic is just so good at forcing his way into good position. He uses, he's got really broad shoulders. He uses his elbows legally well. Um, this is a great job kind of sealing off his man. It's just, it's, it's so beautiful to watch. But Tadze did his best. And honestly, like he fought, he fought, he fought, he fought. And then on the last, in the last two minutes, he was the one making some big defensive plays to force some misses, make the Nuggets work just that much harder. I thought this was a, a you know, again, the stats are going to say it, but a really just hardworking, good effort from Goga Batadze. Um, he continues to like be just such a great standout, you know, I don't want to say fill in that, that feels insulting because that, that's not what he is, but just a fantastic job from him in, in this one. Really, really solid effort overall. Let's talk Jalen Sucks. Jalen Sucks. Only 10 points, four for eight shooting, missed all three of his three-pointers, four rebounds, four assists, a steal, um, and probably the most emotionally potent moment of the game. Uh, midway through the fourth quarter, he and Nikola Jokic were battling for a rebound. The Magic did eventually get it. The two were late coming up the floor. They were tangled up. They got into a little bit of a tussle. Uh, both got fouls, double foul action there. Suggs was not backing down from him. And the crowd ate it up. Suggs egged the crowd on to eat it up. Everyone got their composure back. No, no technical fouls or anything like that. But Suggs is the emotional heart of this team. Um, you know, this was not a marquee matchup for him. He was guarding Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, but he still just goes, you know, you just feel the energy and, and, and intensity from him at all times. You know, that guy is going all out at all times. He is the heartbeat of this team. And so, you know, honestly, like he's the kind of player where, yeah, the Magic need him to score. Yeah, they need him to be a little bit of a threat to shoot. He's the kind of guy where I, I don't really care what his stats are. I know he's playing super hard and is making an impact. And, and, and I think that was this kind of game here. Where, you know, stats, again, don't show... The impact he made, is it's an emotional impact. It's not a statistical impact with him. And look, that moment, middle of the third, middle of the fourth quarter, that was a moment where a lot of young teams especially would shrivel, would kind of fall apart. Um, that was a moment when the Magic declared to the Nuggets, we are not backing down. And like I said, you know, this is a win that belongs to everybody. You know, Suggs motioned to the crowd, team got together, Got their got their calm, got their poise back, went out there and won the game. It was back and forth at that point. It, you know, it, it wasn't like a decisive moment, but it definitely was a hallmark moment of this game. And and just again, it was a statement from the Magic that we are not backing down from this team. We are not backing down from this group. We don't care that you won the title last year. We are here. You got to beat us. And obviously, Denver can do that this night. We'll see what they look like in February when they play again. 
Off the bench, like I said, Cole Anthony, 20 points, uh, 6 for 11 shooting, 7 for 8 from the foul line. Did a great job getting the line. Five rebounds. Um, you know, Cole Anthony did Cole Anthony things. Good to see him get his groove back, uh, get some of those floaters to go down, make some really tough ones. Great at drawing contact. Like, Cole's, Cole has gotten so much better. It's 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 not, not real. Um, Joe Ingles, 12 points, 4 for 4 shooting, 2 for 2 from deep. Seven assists, including six in the first half. Um, Joe Ingles, again, just does, makes everything work. I, I am still the believer that if you want to fix the lineup, just put Joe Ingles in it. It'll work. He is starting to find his shooting groove a little bit more, which is definitely a big boost for this team. Um, but, you know, he just he makes the right play over and over and over again. Just just great to see. Mo Wagner as well, 12 points, 4 for 7 shooting. You know, just very consistent Mo Wagner game. Um, scoring around the basket. You know, being a little bit of a pass defensively, you know, Nikola Jokic did attack him in the post a lot. Um, Wagner was mostly up for the challenge, but it's it's Jokic. He's if he wants to score, he's going to score. That's that's kind of how his deal goes. Um, again, Orlando shoots fifty four point three percent from the floor. So if you're thinking, is this replicable? Orlando played really well offensively in a way that they don't typically do, and didn't play well defensively in a way that they don't typically do. Um, and you know, it worked out. Orlando was able to get the stops that they needed. Denver couldn't slow Orlando down or, or put them in one of those droughts to, to put them in put them in the lead again. End of the third quarter was probably a lot of self-inflicted wounds there. Um, but Orlando just kept with it. And, and again, even more impressively, only 29 three-point field goal attempts. They were, they were 10 for 29 from deep. That's 34.5%. Orlando did its job getting the line. 30 free throws, 26 for 30 from the foul line. I think I said this after Tuesday's game. Orlando only had 20 free throws in that game. Orlando's not winning a lot of games with just 20 free throws. That's, that's not how they operate. That's not how they play. Um, the Magic did a very good job uh, kind of holding the line. And, and again, just really, really impressive effort from the Magic overall. The Orlando Magic defeat the Denver Nuggets 124-119. to 119. Before we sign off today, um, I, I want to get, you know, we got one more big game left, so I'm not letting up here. But on Tuesday, I sat in this chair I wore my city edition jersey. I came here and I said to you, the Magic fans, that this was your time to show out. In big in-season tournament game, defending champions, and now another in-season tournament game coming up Friday, this was your time to show this team that you believe in them, to give this team that energy, and to, to show the world that the Magic, from the players to the fans, are here to stay. And I, you know, coach said this during the game, during, after the game as well, but I got to say it too. Y'all have answered the call, answered my call. I'm not going to take credit for it, but you've answered my call and gone over and above. This game against Denver might have been the loudest I've ever heard the Amway Center. Um, it was a raucous crowd. We've had organic cheering, which you don't typically see, at least at Magic Games lately, until the playoffs. This is a city that is bought into this team. And I know we're just 15 games into this year. 10 and, this, 10 and 5 is the best start the Magic have had since 2011. Um, that is, you know, that was the year that the Magic had home court advantage. The last, the last year that the Magic had... It wasn't the last year because no, it was yeah, it was the last year the Magic at home court advantage in a playoff series. Um, this team is doing stuff that we have not seen in Orlando in a very, very long time. And everyone can feel it. The players certainly feel it, the fans are feeling it too. 
And that energy really fed the players. You could feel it. You could see it. This is a good team. They can win on the road. They've shown us they can win on the road. But the energy at the Amway Center these last two nights has been awesome. Has been awesome. But like Paolo and Franz at the World Cup, now you've told on yourselves, we got to bring it, we got to double it on Friday against Boston. 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Amway Center, Black Friday, chance to advance in the in-season tournament on the line. Friday is going to be a wild day. Yeah, there'll probably be a little bit of green in the building, but I know the Magic fans are going to drown them out. This was an awesome game. This was an awesome environment. And just keep on delivering, folks. Just if, if you're at these games, keep on delivering. Keep sending your energy if you can't be at these games. But this this was this was darn impressive from Magic fans. Uh, again, thank you for answering the call and making the Amway Center the fortress we know it can be. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of my single podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. For latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can always find us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. And be sure to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub, patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I do video breakdowns. I go deeper into my analysis on the Orlando Magic Hub. So please check it out. And of course, thank you for the support. Don't forget to also check out the Locked On 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I hope that everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with loved ones. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the football, I guess. There's no basketball on, so I guess you can watch football. I don't know. But whatever you do this Thanksgiving, please have a great day. Enjoy the day. Enjoy being 10 and 5. We get back to work Friday. That's when I'll see you next. We'll talk Friday early evening, late evening, mid-evening. Is there mid-evening? I don't know. We will talk Friday night to break down the Magic's game against the Boston Celtics. So until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, it's been Philip Ross Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.